0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hear Me, See Me podcast is sponsored by Zenoti, the number one cloud software for salons and spas. Because when people feel good, they find their greatness. I am Stuart Roberts. And I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me, See Me. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people. Some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers. But some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America. I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello, this is Stuart from Hear Me, See Me podcast. And um, I always feel like I've got the teacher on when I've got, <laughs> I've got a, <laughs> a super podcaster. I feel like I've got to do my things properly, which I always Obviously, I always do, but today I've got um, a great friend um, uh, who has just got an amazing story he wants to tell. Uh, today, I'm talking to Stuart Whiffin. How are you doing, mate?
1: I'm good, Stuart, Robert's MBE. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the only person I've ever met that's like got a, an MBE. Am I? Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I feel like uh, I'm glad that you've you've graced me with your your presence
0: <laughs> today. Love it, love it. But, uh, you all good, mate? Really good. Yeah, yeah. Got so much to look forward to, and I've got to really be completely. Um, uh, I've got to get my my head right that I mustn't veer off to the upcoming UFC London. Okay. But we are okay. talking about something completely different. And even though it's on the tip of my tongue constantly, I'll, I'll, let's get straight into this story. Because Hang on, hang know. on. First things first.
1: See, I, I don't want to go into podcaster mode and start telling you what to do and asking the questions. Have you
0: pressed record? You wanker. <laughs> You're making me look. Of course i pressed record. <laughs> I will never, ever be allowed to forget the moment when I didn't press record on Lena Heedy, Only because because you was in the office and saw the look of panic on my face after 45 minutes of talk. Love it. (laughs) And then that's when the Queen Cersei called me a wanker, which is a great memory. Great memory of mine. Yes, we are recording. <laughs> it says something in the corner there. Oh, I'm uh, <laughs> I know you are. Um, yeah, I, I saw what was happening. Uh, we all know what's going on. Uh, the Ukraine and, and this terrible situation. Everyone feels helpless. Um, but tell me about what you and your mates did.
1: Um, well, a couple of weeks ago, like, I think it was like, just as the, the, the conflict started in, in Ukraine. Um, I got COVID and I'd, I'd managed to avoid COVID for, for the, the two years that, you know, everybody had, had been getting it and, and suffering with it. And and I got it when uh, no one cared about it anymore. So I didn't get any sympathy. And no. uh, and my uh, mum <clears throat> and dad were, were visiting my brother in Australia. So quite quickly when I found out that I'd got COVID, <clears throat> um me, uh, my missus and kids were like, Right, go on, naff off around your mother's and go and live around there for a few days in an empty house. Um, she lives over in Allset, which is you know, it's kind of in between where me and you live, and it's a, a nice little village. And and so there I was, had a, a nice house to myself, and and I'd got, I, you know, I, I, I'd been working from there because I'd, you know, I didn't really want to. I know you can go out and about if you've got the the Rona now, there, but I don't quite sit right with me that. So I was like, I'll I'll just stay here for a few days until I get a couple of negative tests. And uh, and and that evening, I, I pushed the boat out and I said, six boys, you know, we're we're not too flash with our money, but I spent nine quid on a bottle of red wine, uh, which I think that the most I've ever spent on a on a bottle of wine, Stu. And uh, and and so I ended up." <coughs> Um, sitting there in my in, in mum and dad's house, watching, like, you know, the various news channels just nonstop, stop uh, And then I just had this sort of moment where I just thought, Do you know what, I'm in this nice house in this little village, yeah. drinking a nine-pound bottle of wine. <laughs> About a mile and a half up the road, my missus and kids are sitting in a nice home, yeah. like, um, watching tv safe and and i just thought oh, do you know what this ain't sitting right with me what i'm seeing here and like what, what what could i possibly do uh and and it was really weird the next day i got a phone call from from somebody that had been on my music podcast that that was a, a musician and he said that um he was gonna he'd, he'd been watching the news feeling useless and was gonna put a gig together so i was like. <clears throat> amazing and he said like do you think you know you know anyone that might want to perform so i was like okay so i i, I just sent a few text messages to a couple of musicians that, that had been on the podcast and in a heartbeat they all said yes and yeah. uh, and so i introduced them to to martin the, the fellow that initially got in touch with me and then you know that, that i think by the morning shepherd's bush empire had been booked and there was a huge roster of James A. Caster and Star Sailor and all these amazing bands of musicians, and it was all on sale. And it was like, wow! Like the kindness of strangers. Just quite quickly, this can happen. And I just thought, well, you know, I, I didn't necessarily um, put bundles of stuff together for that. Um, I, I just introduced a few people and sent a couple of text messages. And I thought, if that can happen that easily, like, you know, what, what what could I do? And obviously. You know you know this, but you know nobody knows what i do but I, I I'm a promoter um and so I thought right do i do I look at putting a gig on at my venue in you know in Rayleigh and I just thought i don't know like i, I felt like I'd kind of used up my favors with musicians and uh, 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 and stuff, so I was like, okay, right what what can I do here and uh and so i um I decided that I would um, reach out uh, to, uh, to a couple of mates. So I just had this, this, this stupid idea uh, that it might be an idea to, to get a van and drive to uh, the Ukrainian border, uh, which <laughs> bizarrely, um, the minute I uh, asked a couple of my mates all of them straight away just went yeah all right. and uh, and Stu can I just pause this for two secs yeah yeah I'm really really so I reached out to uh, some two, two mates and was like I've got this idea I'm I'm toying with the idea of driving to, to the border and seeing if someone would give us a van see if someone would donate some items and 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 my mate George straight away just went yep yeah. and and I, I, a couple of people were just like I'd love to but I've got work and things like that which you know obviously that makes sense people have got jobs I'm, I'm you know I work for myself as does George so we could be a little bit flexible with it and uh and so I thought right well let's put it on Facebook and just see if someone can loan us a van. And. Uh, and a company got in touch and said, look, we've got a van for you. So it was like, right, brilliant. We're, 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 we're getting there now. And then they messaged back saying, actually, it's electric. We we can't. We won't get you there. And I was like, oh, shit. And then uh, I'm going to name them this wonderful company um, called Envirovan in Basildon. Uh, uh, the, the girl there, Katie, got in touch. And, uh, and she went, I've got a van for you. I think it's amazing what you're looking to do. Uh, and that just, that was it then. After that, we was all up and running. Um, and, and so I set up a just-giving page and was like, okay, right, that's, that's that in place. Don't share that yet. Um, and then I announced that um, this was, so we we're recording this on the 17th. So this would have been uh, literally a week ago. Um, I said, like, I'm going to do a collection at the Pink Toothbrush Nightclub in Rayleigh, If anyone wants to drop off nappies, sanitary towels, toiletries, um, thermal items and first aid items. And uh, I think I'd had the door open 10 minutes and I reckon 30 or 40 people had had arrived with with like bags and bags of stuff. And it was like, you know, I mean, it weren't them like, you know, because we we was told not to take clothes out there, second hand clothes because that's going to landfill. Apparently, um, yeah. I don't know if that, that has changed now, but yeah. so like literally everything that was being delivered there was all brand new items, and so it was like, wow, people are, are buying this to, to yeah. send out there. It wasn't like let's have a look what we got round the ass. It was you know a real generosity, um, yeah. and at one point this 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 woman turned up she must have been in her 80s and went oh, I've saved up me, me boots loyalty cards and I've just bought you a pack of air nappies and like oh, the, 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 the bottom, the, mate the bottom lip was going I'm not gonna lie even even the fucking traffic warden outside went like I'll make sure no one parks here today but if they're delivering stuff I'll let them off and then you think like oh, fucking hell even the traffic warden's being nice right? oh, oh. <laughs> Um and then yeah we we, we we'd, you know i reckon the whole of the stage of the venue was full of donations within about two hours, and I was thinking we've got more than we need, but like, yeah. we, we we've got too much stuff um after processing it and, and and everybody else telling me that that this this will this this won't fill that van, we will have more space, they were right. But um that night, like the 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 Wednesday night, I I went home and I was chatting to my mate who works at Customs and, and she was like, Have you um you got all your, your stuff in place for tonight? And I was like, What do you mean? And I was like, I've got a van, I'm booked on a Euro tunnel, like we're, we're we're gold. And it was like, no, we ain't in the EU anymore. Like, and if they didn't like us now, nah, they you know, they've never they've never hated us so much. Like, it ain't easy getting into the EU. Um, so I then went on the government website and my brain just exploded with red tape and forms. because and then I'm starting to get messages from people saying how organised are you for this? Because there's people being held at the borders that are just people that are trying to do something nice yeah. but haven't got the relevant stuff to get them into the EU. So I put a thing on Facebook again um, just saying, does anybody know anything about getting, you know, into the EU with, with you know, humanitarian aid? Uh, and a, a friend of mine got in touch and said, look, speak to this guy And it was, uh, his name was Mike and he worked for a company called Brunel Logistics. Uh, And he went, look, I can do all this for you. Like, you know, that's my contribution or what you're doing. Um, And he went, you know, you you, you have to, and we had to then itemize every item. um, So we knew that we had X amount of nappies, X amount of this. And that's, that's two days work. That was two days work. And there were six of us doing it. It was quite full on to get it all done. Yeah. Uh, and then get the van loaded. and we done another collection on the Thursday uh, in in Greys in Essex, and then we got the paperwork Friday morning, saying we're good to go Saturday. And so it was like I'd sat tight on the just giving. I hadn't shared it, and I was I was still thinking if we don't get that paperwork, we've got a van full of shit that we we need to then find out what we can do with it. And it was it was it was concerning. And, you know, and it was because there was definitely, you know, not in a crass way, but there was a, a you know, a, a big, you know, there's a sense of excitement that, you know, what we was doing. I wanted to get out there and get stuck in. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, but, you know, that was all on the back burner till we got this paperwork. So we got the paperwork on, on the Friday morning. We loaded the van and with the last collection, we was full. And I mean full. We, we estimate there's about 18 grand's worth of gear on there. Yeah. um like Pete generosity generosity was off the scale um and then it meant that you know we could get up Saturday morning and go and then I could kind of focus on what I do best which is promote so I could then get really going with that just giving link I checked the just giving and we'd set a target of two grand and before we'd even left I'd noticed that we'd exceeded that it was on like two two grand two thousand two hundred quid or something like That I was like yeah how, how do people know about that like we've not really shared it but it was like yeah, being tagged on a few bits so that was really like encouraging and then yeah we we, we set off it was me and um my mate George Blundell uh, and somebody that I went to college with called Paul Bate that I hadn't seen since college and you know we'd never really gone out and had a drink together or anything and so it was a gamble like thinking right there's three people that I'm now going to be in this cab in this van with for a long time you know and and thankfully you know that you know we all got on like ass on fire we're all you know pretty laid-back fellas and up for a up for a laugh and um and then yeah we got to we got to customs in the morning and they put the van on the on the x-ray machine and, and that was it we didn't even get asked for any paperwork and it was like fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> all of that but you know I, I think you played a safe game don't you think well yeah. uh, you know, had we not have done that oh. I know with my luck we would have just been like where's all your paperwork turn around yeah. so we left at 4am and drove across France Belgium the Netherlands and right the way to the far side of Germany to Dresden uh, which is about I think about 40 minutes from the Polish border. Uh, and we got there, yeah, I think it was about 11, 12 hours driving. Uh, I wasn't allowed to drive because I'd, I'd, I'd drive like Miss Daisy and they're like, look, <laughs> the war will be over by the time you get there driving. And so, yeah, I wasn't allowed to drive. So they, But what that enabled me to do was, as, as I mentioned, do kind of what I think I do best, which is, I'd reached out to lots of people that have been on my podcast, whether they be actors or musicians, and said, Do me a little video just saying donate here for this journey. And everybody just kept pinging these videos in. So I would just sit there, just working the social media all the way out there, posting these videos, and then just the joy of hearing your emails going bing, 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 which was yeah. just somebody's just donated to your just giving page. And yeah. seeing that go up was really, really wonderful. And then, yeah, we, we, that night in Dresden, Germany is still really, really heavy on, on um, COVID. Like, um, everything was shutting early. Um, we just had the, 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 the kind of surgical masks that we wear in the UK. And they're illegal to wear them in Germany. You have to have a specific type of mask. So we was very limited as to what we could do. Not that you know, we was going to go out party. And it was like we'd been driving for 12 hours. It was like ah. just grab some cheap digs, get some sleep, because we had to be up and gone again by six in the morning. So uh, yeah, we got we got some sleep, and then uh, before we did get to sleep, we, a, a friend of ours got in touch because we, we you know our intention was to go to the border, um, and we've been working like with a contact at War Child that I know um, that, that that was what we uh, that that's what they are just giving links for War Child, um, which is an incredible uh, organisation, and then we. We got a message from uh, somebody that I used to work with, that, that, that works with um, George. And uh, she was like, um, and, and it turns out her partner, um, very high up in the military, uh, about as high as you can get. And, and he was out there um, doing sort of security work with the media in and out of Ukraine and, and said, like, you know, you should speak to him. Uh, and so we did, and he said, go here this organisation here is incredible what they're doing. So it was really brilliant to have a postcode, not just go to the border. And and whilst on route, we're seeing stories of like, aid being sort of turned around at the border saying, look, we've got it under control here. But once these refugees are coming over the border, they're not staying there. They're they're filtering out across Poland. So it's like there's there's lots of places that need that aid. And this one was about... 45 minutes back from the border um, and, and we went there and it, and it was it was I think I don't want to say that the, the journey out there was a laugh but you, you're stuck in a van for three days you know yeah. with, with, with two lads uh, and uh, you know taking nothing away from the you know the, the, the seriousness and the, the, the horror that's happening out there you know we was going to have a laugh in that van on the way out there to try yeah. and we got a lot of time to pass. And so, you know, we was just lads having a joke in you know? it. And then when we started getting into Poland, they the, the weren't quite yeah. so funny then, like yeah. the the kind of seriousness of, of and, and, and the reason that we was going there started to become more apparent that you'd, you know, you'd look and all you'd see on the opposite side of the road was buses coaches, um, minibuses, cars, just ferrying refugees away from the border. Um, you know, these buses have got flags from all over the, you know, all over Europe, like, but obviously the Ukrainian flag in the window as well. Like j- j- just taking these people to, you know, to, to you know, to, to hopefully a nice, warm, safe, comfortable place. Um, and you start to look at that and we stop to get a coffee and a services and and you see some of these minibuses pulling up there, and then you're and you're seeing like people waiting in cars and and you see them like these these poor people being reunited with members of their families and it's quite emotional to see that and that was started to, you know it' become very leveling then and you know it was like okay right this this is why we're doing this and because you know you'd also got to realize that we was going the opposite way, and when you're overtaking like tanks and military vehicles you think. Why are we going the same way as these? <laughs> when everyone's going the other way. <laughs> uh, you know, you, your mind can't help but ask them questions. But and three it,
0: Essex votes <laughs> in a white band. It couldn't be any more cliche, could it's it? It's fantastic, isn't it? It's the three Essex votes in a white band. Well, Rodney. <laughs> oh, it, re- it really <laughs> should was we be going so It
1: really was. And <laughs> um, but um and and it was that. That night, the, the previous night was the night that Lviv had been bombed, which was thirty yeah. miles from the border, yeah. uh, and and so you were seeing also, you know, and, you, and when we got to the centre, we were hearing stories like the Polish people were like, "Well, uh, we're, we're, let's go," and like and Polish people were moving away because it was so close. Yeah, you know, for me and you, that's like, you know, if if London started getting bombed thirty miles up the road, you'd start packing your bags, wouldn't you? Thinking, right, yeah. let's get the family a safety here, and and yeah. so. Yeah, you, you could you, the, the sense of. But do you know what? Like, and I don't want to sort of overplay it in any way because we was we were safe all the way down, all the way home, um, and we didn't see anything like you know horrible or anything. Like that. I've got no stories that, that of, of, of anything like that. All I've got stories of is ridiculous amounts of. Kindness, love, generosity, positivity, uh, and yeah, just just so many people just coming together to try and do something to help people. And it was, you know, no one knows that any more than Stuart Roberts, MBE.
0: Do you know what I mean? It was like, That's why um, I'm smiling, mate. I, <laughs> I, 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 I swear, I'm smiling because I get it. I, like, yeah. people see it on the TV. But when you're there in life witnessing it, it's a different ball game. People see homeless centers on the TV or whatever. When you get in one, and then when you're surrounded by other people who, you know, it ain't just the hairdressers who come together with what I do. I, I meet the people who, who work in there. Some of them it's a job, some of them volunteering. And when you get this sort of humanity coming together and all they're showing is love for other people, it just makes the fucking on your arm stand up. And so, mate, like, you you was a witness to a moment in time there.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, 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 as was, you know, a lot of people as well. A lot of people were doing what we were doing. We certainly weren't, you know, one of a few. There was loads of people, and, and it was lovely. Every time you'd see, like, a van go past you, like, loaded up with stuff, Mm. Um, it was like, oh, you know, these people are coming from like all over, to, you know, all over Europe to, to, to do this. Um, and then we got to this centre and and the, the, when we got there, we was met by um, uh, a gentleman that was uh, ex-Special Forces in, in Syria, a uh, Syrian uh, gentleman, and he was now sort of volunteering uh, and doing security work at this centre which didn't exist two weeks ago obviously uh, I think they'd only had electricity a week and the, the infrastructure was just incredible and when we sort of we couldn't find it at first and this this fella come out and sort of waved us down and, and, and brought us in and you know these are volunteers and they've got their work cut out in this organisation and all of them come over and said hello all of them wanted to help unload the van with us and so we was you know we, we was happy to do that, and obviously we got you know we, we we got stuck into doing that, and 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 it was it was quite funny because obviously we wanted to get a little bit of like video and 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 a few photos just so we can show all the people that donated. Here's here's where we are. This is your yeah. stuff now going where it needs to go, uh, and it, and it was funny. We spoke to the uh, the, 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 the 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 Syrian uh, guy. And I said, look, are you all right just to kind of explain what you do here? He said, yeah, yeah. As <laughs> as we filmed him, he went, yeah, um, I don't know what they've told you, but we're currently in Turkey uh, and we're going to unload <laughs> this and then. We're going to go and flog it all. <laughs> so, and, uh, I love people like that. Uh, uh, and he's like, "No, no, no, I'm just fucking me up. Uh, and, uh, and he sort of said exactly where it was going. And what we didn't expect was um, to hear that. You know, we, we presumed that all of that was going to go to the refugees. And he said, "Look, the um, the, uh, the the sanitary towels and the, the the nappies and the baby products will be going." Uh, to, to, to refugees, but the medical stuff and the thermal stuff—that's going back into Ukraine to the soldiers—and uh, and so that was that was amazing to hear. Uh, and so, yeah, we—you we, know—we we, we we had a quick cup of tea. They made us a cup of tea. And we had a chat with them, and then it was back in the van and uh, a five-hour drive across Poland to get back into Germany. And then all the time, like I say, just you know, some of the people. In the entertainment business, send sending me these little videos, so I just sent posting and posting and posting them, and uh, and yeah, I think by the time, well, where we're at at the moment, uh, we've raised about eight thousand six hundred, and Paul uh, had his own one. I think he's on fifteen hundred. So say we've made ten. Our, our friend Jim at Warchild messaged us just before we we got back in the UK, so you, you do realise that with um, UK aid match that it gets doubled. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, we, we 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 managed to raise about you know twenty grand, but people can still raise it now. I'll, I'll send yeah. you the link so if people yeah, yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, and that goes to War Child. Um, uh, but yeah, it was um, it was a crazy few days, you know, And I got up. We got home. You know. It, it, for those that don't, you know, really understand just how far that is, it is a fucking long way. Put it that way, and uh,
0: that's uh, a uh, scientific way of putting uh, it. Yeah, fucking long <laughs> way. That's a, that's a very ethics way of putting it. How <laughs> <laughs> far
1: was that, mate? Oh, fucking fucking long way. <laughs> <long laughs> <night. laughs> but yeah, we um to to, to get route I think sixty-eight hours. We got there and back. Was was yeah, it was quite a quite a, uh, uh we we didn't hang around um uh and so i think tuesday morning i woke up back in in, in essex and i just laid in bed for about 10 minutes and i was like what just happened yeah uh, and it was like right get the dog and go for a walk and yeah i just had a had, had, had a walk and just tried to kind of process like the last three days. And again, you know, I'm not glorifying anything. There was no, nothing horror or no, not no, horrific, no. but, but just like the relentlessness of what we've done. And, and just a few days before the stress of, are we going to get the paperwork itemizing all the items, you know, and I, I, I've got to be honest you, you you know me and you know that like, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a wide boy promoter, but I'm not afraid to have a go at a few things no, and, and, and yeah. take something on. But I did say to my missus at one point, I think I'm a bit off too much and I can chew here. I think I might have been a bit ambitious here. Uh, and yeah, that was the Wednesday night. I think before we went, I was like,
0: oh fuck. Right, you this- know the difference? The difference is when you are a wide world promoter, you're not, not saying you're doing it selfishly, but you're doing it for you. You're mm. doing it for something you're creating. What you had, the difference is you had the responsibility of others. Yeah, Yeah. and 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 it was by then I had I had a van full of kindness
1: and like and it was like right well I'm I can't I've got to do it and and once we got that paperwork it was like right okay now 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 it's on and and it was yeah it was it was a a a beautiful uh, leveling strange fun. Experience, like to 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 witness, and I say fun, not in a crass way. Oh, no, no. Um, you know, it was it was just, um, yeah. I, I I never experienced like on mass generosity like that and kindness like that from people delivering items for our van, from the vans that we were seeing and the buses we were seeing, yeah. and the embrace, the embracement of people, like you know when they were hugging at, at these services and that, and it was like. And, and the volunteers at the center it was just kindness 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 and yeah. and you know it, as much as i've just said i spent most of that time on social media pushing stuff like there was kindness on that you know messages of support messages of i've just donated and things like that it was lovely and and i think we can be very c- cynical creatures uh, yeah. and we can be very uh I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's sometimes, do you know what I I said? Like if like my kids, and I don't mean this in a worthy way, like, like I've done anything that no one else would do, but if my kids at some point when they get older, should they find themselves in a situation where, you know, there's something you can do? I, I really hope that more than anything, like that they'll just think, "Oh, you can do this stuff." You, you can just think, "Oh, fuck it, let's just have a go," and like because Dad's done that, and yeah. like, and, yeah. and yeah. I think you know, and I uh, and, and I'm, I'm I'm not trying to big myself up at all here. Uh-huh. I'm really not, but but just hopefully, like you know, and like 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 yourself, Stu. Like so many people, you know. Of, of acknowledged, you know, what you've done. I mean, you know, I, I won't suggest I'm worthy of an MBE, but uh, I'm just throwing it out if, there if the roles are listening. <laughs> I, can, I can nominate now, I've got one, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like <laughs> uh, you know, uh, as, as I'm sure you see on a, on a regular basis, on a daily basis, dude, the kindness of strangers is a fucking yeah. wonderful thing, and it and and yeah, it, it's um, it's something that. I'll, I'll, I think you know. Hopefully, this conflict comes to a an end soon. I really hope so because, you know, what you are seen on the news is, is horror, absolute horror. Yeah. Uh, and and and, and the, the thing that I wanted to say, you know, it, it, just to kind of, I guess, start to sort of wrap it up, really, because that's the journey, really. Um, but I'm going to go for the kind of plug for the the, the link there, for the just giving link. But the, the, the thing that was the overriding thing that kept resonating with me was Ukraine's not a poor country. Uh, and, and it's like, you know, we've had people go, well, you know, I've seen people online go, well, oh, no one done this in Syria or no one done this for that. And it's like, no, 100%, 100% yeah. agree, you know. Uh, but I didn't realise just how close we were to this. And so that can't help but resonate. No. It's, in, it's in Europe and like, so that that does feel different. The horror of, of it is the same globally yeah. and that, you know, um, but I think the thing that really resonated is, is the fact that it's not a poor country. And two weeks ago, these people were probably sitting in there, Rooms like me and you right now recording podcasts mm-hmm. just you know i'm oh, gonna go and see go and see me dad later or yeah. you know I'm, I'm gonna i've got to go and do the shopping tonight and i yeah. uh, oh, just want to go for dinner all of the stuff that we do every single day and and just don't ever think about it because it's just normal life they had that life two weeks ago i know and in two days in a matter of days it was like you need to get a bag and get your dog and get your kids and go and live yeah. I don't know where, but you've got yeah. to go. Leave your house. Oh, yeah. and also, you've got to leave your dad, your brother, your son, your uncle. Yeah. Like, Because he's going to get given a gun, and he's yeah. probably going to have to have, like battle you know he, he's going to have to involve yeah. himself in a war zone where he could you know potentially die or potentially have to kill someone yeah like that that's fucking mental but like it, that that imagine that in the uk I know. I know. Like two days time me and you are like yeah. you've got a gun and it's like right crack on oh by the way your families i don't know where they're going to be but yeah. they're going to be somewhere else and your house okay. is probably going to get flattened it's, sorry, well, it's,
0: well, it's you, principle. <laughs> I'd be hiding under this desk. I'd be hiding under you, playing dead, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, get over the bravery. I cannot get that, that you know, like, because we're talking about the journey in to support, but we've got to talk about the thing that's there. Uh, like, the Klitschko brothers, you know, like, we love fighting. For You know, like, you know, yeah, you have boxers and, and, and the Sonichenko. They're all there. Yeah, and, and they're all there. You know they've given it. They could easily like do these. Have, these
1: have got, got
0: fifty million pound in the bank. I oh, know. <laughs> you know what I mean. They could no. go and live in the Seychelles. and they go right now. I'm there. I'm, I'm there. I'm doing it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and, and the bravery, as you say, like saying goodbye to your wife and kids or your grandchildren. In my case, and going, oh, I'm, like you, make sure you're safe. I'm off. I'm off with whatever they're going to give me. You know, I've not this. We've not seen bravery like this. See, the thing is. You point, you you, you brush on something there as well that's very crucial to people. We've got, we can't overestimate the human condition, you know. It's 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 on our doorstep, you know. People worry and they do things. Some people more than others, you know. They they go and do it, but generally, like it's not it's not in our backyard that old thing. Now it is in our backyard, and we're seeing it for the first time close at hand for many many decades, and and you're starting to think, shit, this is happening, right on our doorstep.
1: 24 hours in your car, you're on that border. Right. That's
0: the thing, you yeah. know, uh, and that's why it's, it's hit home. It's a shame that people don't think of it in Syria and these other places, but they're not on your back doorstep. Mm. Doesn't, it doesn't take away the, the severeness of all that that's going on, but it, it just – and maybe – all right, let's always get a positive out of a negative – that is a negative that we've not taken the notice, but maybe now we will. Yeah. Yeah, maybe now that people will go, right, hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is real. This is that. And, and, and we're all starting to think, i oh, in poor people, and they've had that in Syria, they've had that all these other places. So like, maybe it will open our eyes a bit more and be more giving. Uh, another thing I wanted, there's a couple of things that bounced in as well. The thing of, like you said, I was only doing banging on social media. But the, the difficulty, like, or not difficult, the great thing of that is that when the D-Day landings was on, you know, like, if only we had that then, if only we had the people, like the, the one guy in the thing being able to put all that on and getting all those messages and all that. Mm. I know it's like, I'm not comparing it to D-Day landings, <laughs> i <not, I'm> <laughs> I know you did do a D Day, did? But do, do, do I, mention that when you. Yeah, put I, will, I will. When I fill in the form in for you, I will. But yeah, but yeah, you know, the, the next thing. But no, you, do you understand what I mean? It was that, that. Imagine that then that we would have had all that going on, and and and, and the, you, you can't underestimate the power of that, what you do with that because uh, and getting all those people behind it and, and, and celebrity works. You know, getting those people to send their messages it, it wakes people up all we 're doing is waking people up with all this stuff i 'll wake people up to the homeless and and, and to women 's refugees and and street workers i i 'll wake them up to that you 're waking them up to what 's going on over there and and, and that 's the power of what we do with this it, you know and it 's that feeling while you got excited you have that feeling of being able to do something because we feel like we, we we look at it unfold in front of us and we think we 're helpless. Mm. And by doing, you're not going to solve the problem out in Ukraine. What you are doing, you're going to you're going to show people well, I can do something, and that's what that's what you boys did. You Essex boys in your white van went and done something, and we all need to do something, and that, yeah. that that's the important thing, I think.
1: Yeah, a- a- absolutely, and yeah, like the the the, the 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 work that you know, it's generally me that's doing the the kind of more media side of it and fronting it because that's kind of what I do, but you know this was three of us this weren't just me this was paul yeah. bay and george blundell and yeah we uh we yeah t- t- um, and, and like i say uh if if i was driving we'd probably still be i don't know <laughs> probably <Boulogne.
0: laughs> uh, one last thing before we're going to wrap up but i want to know why did you choose war child but there's um, lots of other ones there, but why did you make, what made you choose War Child? Uh, so there was, it, it was either that
1: or uh, British Red Cross. Um, yeah. And War Child uh, is something that I've worked with before. Um, my my very good friend, um, Jim, is uh, uh, head of events and stuff at War Child. So I've kind of had a quite an insight into the work that they do. And I know yeah. that all of their, a lot of their focus is now on that border and in the ukraine uh and and you know you're seeing more and more footage of of children in ukraine at the moment you know uh horror absolute horror and and yeah and i I think um war child as well uh and, and i don't mean to i don't mean this in a crass way as well but i think people are when there's children involved in conflict I think it instantly spikes an emotional call with people to 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 want to help yeah. as well, yeah. uh, and and that's taking nothing away from from what the Red Cross did, which no. is unbelievable work, but um, yeah, yeah. but but yeah, like um, it, it, war child is, is 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 something that I've kind of always sort of had a lot of love for. So when you know, and seeing what they were doing out there, and you know, and, and speaking to uh people at war child it was like right yeah i think this is this is the right one for us and uh, yeah
0: yeah and we'll push that out well Stu, thanks so much mate um I, I shall obviously get all the links on and 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 you know i found even with what we we've done in the past with stuff it will keep coming in it doesn't have to stop now the event's done the event yeah. is, is a catalyst to sort of let's keep getting raising money for war child
1: in any way we can exactly mate exactly and so yeah we're going to keep that open for a bit um just we're, we're still getting you know emails coming in and stuff where people are just stumbling across bits on social media and and doing it so yeah like if, if anyone you know is he, sitting here and looking to to, to donate then uh, yeah please find the link and and, and click and it'll be uh, much appreciated thank you
0: Fantastic. Well, much love, brother. Uh, ah, cheers, Joe. Always lovely to speak to you. Always, mate. And uh, can't wait for the weekend. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly got out about it. <laughs> cheers. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some Absolutely amazing people. Some of the people that work in some of these places, many of them are volunteers, but some of them it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.